Welcome to A Journey of Transformation Empowerment. You're listening to Antonio T. Smith Jr. Where ideas ignite, change, and possibilities are endless. Before we dive into today's episode, we have something special for our listeners. Today's podcast is brought to you by a groundbreaking book that's reshaping the conversation around Black economic empowerment. It's Resegregation, Volume 1, The Power Matrix, a master plan for Black group economics with wealth creation, authored by visionary Antonio T. Smith, Jr., Antonio isn't just an author. He's a former top-secret combat special operations intelligence sergeant turned millionaire. His life work championed the economic autonomy and wealth creation within black communities. In this seminal work, dedicated to teachings of Dr. Claude Anderson, Antonio outlines a comprehensive blueprint covering critical sectors like finance, technology, manufacturing, and more. He blends military discipline with acute understanding of systematic disparity. This isn't just a book. It's a movement. A call to action to create lasting wealth and reshaping the economic narrative. Antonio's vision is clear. Drive a significant shift toward black ownership and control. Listeners, if you've ever wondered about innovative strategies for wealth creation or how technological transformation can uplift the black communities, then this book is for you. Join Antonio Smith Jr. on the transformative journey. Pick up your copy of The Resegregation Volume 1, The Power Matrix today and be a part of the reshaping future. Now, let's dive into the episode and explore the possibilities that await us. favorite things to do is real estate. Actually, everything I do is for real estate to funnel money back into real estate, a hard income producing asset to protect me from economic disruptions. And this episode, me and my good friend Maurice Muhammad, who is a broker in three different states on the East Coast, working on a fourth state. A very knowledgeable brother. He is helping me talk about how I, how we get real estate agents to pull our pool REOs for us as real estate owned properties. Important, you know, this is it's one of those basic steps, but we, we get very advanced in there and give you a lot of tips on how to get an agent to pull properties for you, which agent you should pick. What kind of properties you should pick? I give away secrets of how I'm, I pretty much only I have my agent or agents. I have more than one pull certain properties that I'm looking for, and I give away the secret of 
what I'm looking for so I can have them. So I only get the properties that I want and not anything else. So you're going to love this episode. At least I hope so. And let's go from there. And, you know, everybody, you know how it is. Just get your money, get your peace, get your happiness. And I really hope this episode adds extreme value to you. If you like it, do me a favor and rate this podcast and even share it with someone that you know that wants to better their lives, their own economies and their legacies. Thank you. Thank you very much for listening. Uh, Let's start the show. All right. We're talking about something about agents, right? What is it today? Um, Real estate agents do your BPOs. Get a real estate agent to pull comps. That's it. All right, man. I need you to walk us through. Yes. Uh, yeah, I'm going to start us off briefly, and what I want you to do is I want you to walk us through okay. everything from start to finish, okay? I want you to walk us through everything from start to finish. Essentially, ladies and gentlemen, when you do real estate, you're going to need you an agent to pull properties for you. And in its simplicity, you want those properties to be pulled in a manner in which it serves you. Your computer restarted because of a problem. All right. Anywho, you say hit me down. All right, my computer's restarted because of a problem. You're going to... Let let me get more realistic here. Yeah. Get more realistic. My agent knows that I want a certain type of house, not built after 1985, well, this is when I was doing single family. I don't do this anymore, but not built after 1985. Three bedroom, two bath, and I forget the square feet. I think it's, is it 2,000? No, I think 2,000. Yeah, between 2,000 and 2,500 square feet, it can be no bigger than that. And it must be in areas in which houses are being bought and purchased or is bought and sold in 60 days or 30 days or less. 60 days or less, 30 days or less, she can't send me any other criteria. So she goes in, she loses her little fingers, sets a little query, and every time something matches that, I get kicked the email. And then what I do then is oh i'm sorry i get kicked the email and then the, the email always also comes with comps that i can compare to forgot to mention that it's very important it also comes with comps that i can compare to and then from those comps or comparables is what you would call it then i make an assessment on whether i should make an offer on this house simple explanation we're going to go deeper but maurice you're going to be the star of this one because there is a lot to there's a lot of technical babble and other stuff that I need you to walk us through like we don't know anything you talk about take us from the beginning go ahead brother yes sir yep okay I'll wait till everybody join in site you know just uh, (laughs) you mentioned earlier in the first class everybody no um saying um you know, wait till everybody join in. That was a perfect point you made. Um, so, so that is a little joke, but so comparables. No, yeah, so, yeah, no, I just, I just got it. I got it late. Uh, yeah, so hey, yeah. Man, wait till you join in. Yeah, yeah. That's right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> wait, we, we hit 100. We hit 100, we're going to start. No. 
Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, um, yeah. No, so um, with comparables, real estate um, owned with comps, right? Comps is just short for comparables, market comparables. So, um, I lost you today. I'm sorry. Can you hear me? Oh yeah, there you Hello? go. There you go. Okay, right, last, yeah, we get you get. Last thing we heard was comps is just comparables. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So pardon me, hit me by mistake. So uh, comps is comparables, short for comparables. Um, and the topic is get your real estate professional to pull REOs for you. Get your realtor, real estate professional to pull REOs for you. Now, I just want to mention uh, about Realtor um, and Brandon. Realtors have did the brilliant job, like, you know, as we talk about all the, the brilliant job of making, when you think of Realtors, you think of real estate agents. You know, they did a brilliant job of branding in that way. Realtors is a brand and they're the third, a third party entity. Realtors is the National Association of Realtors that hmm. trademarked the Realtor symbol, Realtor. Is a real real hmm. so when you think real real estate, when you see real tour, most people think, oh, you know, and that's a a, a, def, a, a um, an example of the type of branding you talk about, um, uh, Antonio, um, because when you think of that, you definitely think a real tour of a real estate professional. Hmm. So real tour is a trademark name, and it belongs to the National Association of Real Estate Brokers. I um I'm a realtist. You know, happens to be a um, subscriber, um, a member of NARAB, National Association of Real Estate Brokers. That's a conversation we can get into and talk about. Um, um, yeah. Um, another time. I just wanted to throw that out there about Realtor. Yeah. You know, and and that's a branding tool um, tactic that they was very is, are very successful in. Um, yeah, you should get into it. I didn't know any of that. that. So I didn't. I didn't know any of that. You should get into it. Yeah. So, yeah. Okay, so Realtor is national. They was they they was established in the nineteen twenties, I believe, um, and there was association. It was a third party association. They are actually one of the largest lobbying entities in the real estate. In real estate, they lobby for a lot. They have a lot of power in the real estate industry. Um, um, they are very they're advocates for the real estate professional. And what comes with that is also, they also become, um, they, they have to take the good with the bad. So anytime anything happens, steering, redlining, um, block busting, steering is when you steer clients away from a particular area because of uh, one of the protected classes. So protected mm -hmm. classes, and you steer a client from the south side of, of an area to the north side because you know you feel that they're better suited to be living in the north side for your own reasons. So steer that's pretty much what steering is. Block busting is when a person sells and, and um, they bust up the block or they go around and say, hey, somebody, uh, one of the protected classes moved in up the street. You better get ready to sell your property. No one's one move in. That's when it all happens. And it all deals with the protected classes. So that, um, and then, you know, redlining deals with the money portion, insurance and banking. When you don't lend or you want, well, yeah. So, all right. Um, so um, Realtors, they, when they established, was established in um, the early 20s, um, they're definitely an entity that is a lobbying entity. However, in the 20s, you know, we weren't able to, to, to be Realtors. 
in until in in in, in the twenties. And real tours, they were on the side of it was on the wrong side of history. And and at, at that point, because blacks and minorities were not able to be real estate agents at that time. This was around the time nineteen sixty eight. The uh, um, you know, fair housing and all that happened. Um. And 1968 Act, the Fair Housing Act of 1968 happened as a result of, you know, history that we all, we know about Martin Luther King being assassinated. And seven days right after that, that's when that act was signed into, or it was signed in. Um, just prior to that, NAR and NARAB and, you know, Blacks and those fighting for rights to be able to purchase real estate was on the front line. And it was a, it was a, they were in a battle to, be able to have the ability to even buy real estate, own it, you know, much less, you know, you know, when we still have deeds. So that's, a, um, we have, we have deeds that say that you can't even sell to a minority, much less, you know, lease own. The only way that they could be able to be part of a um, property is that they, they're short stay there and they, as long as they're working, that's the only tie to this real estate that they, they can have. So, um, just that part of it is one part of the um, of why NARAB exists and why you know I'm just really mentioning realtor and realtist and real estate professional. So know that when going in, that when you go after you know look seek out a now. And here's another point too: if you can seek out a realtist in your area, you'll find a good quality um, agent to work with. There's a bunch in Texas. There's some people in Texas I know that are you know very good. Andre Cooks, he's a good. She owns the exit, exit agency there. My point for mentioning any of that is that most of the realtors are very um, sharp and educated and they're in the know. And know. They know their industry and they know their market. So you're going to get a person that knows, you know, knows what they're doing and know their stuff. So I just wanted to kind of define gotcha. that realtor and realtors. In the yeah, industry. no, that makes plenty of sense. Whoever who, who yeah, would have so known. There's so much, so much history. Okay, so how yeah. can I, I don't, I'm going to feed you a few questions. I don't know real estate at all. How okay. can I go get an agent? Okay. So, first thing you want to do is identify, first, start with just with me. I don't, you don't, you don't know anything about real estate. Identify where you are. And I like to say, um, come into real present time right now. Just get present. Where am I at right now? What room am I looking at? What's the color of the wall? That, that to that point, get, come into present time and identify my role and what I'm looking for. Identify what exactly I'm doing. Okay, I want to buy a real estate piece of property. I want to buy a property and I want it to be my first investment property. I'm going to still stay living where I'm at or I'm, identify where I'm at, you know, and what exactly I want to do and know exactly that. And then at that point, you can identify the proper agent. Because a lot of times, if you just go and just say, I'm going to get, pick a realtor or somebody that's going to pick up the phone and call the nearest agent, the first agent I come into contact with, sure, they're going to sell you, tell you, you know, um, um, sure, I can help you, you know? And like going back to the Dunkin' Donuts story, it's like pulling up to Dunkin' Donuts drive through window, asking for eight quarts of 0W20. And, you know, and they ain't going to be able to give it to you. Uh, you know, they pour liquids. <laughs> they they going to fill you up. So, Deanna, you've been trying something new here and you like it, right? Yes. Yes, sir. I definitely do. Um, if you experience stress or anxiety or chronic pain or have trouble sleeping at least once a week, Antonio, we are no longer alone in this. Uh, many of us do so. 
personally, I uh, experienced trying to stay focused, having issues trying to stay focused, as well as um, sometimes I just don't sleep throughout the night. I wake up maybe every hour, every other hour, and not staying focused. It I'm scattered brain. I have un I have projects that are not completed, you know, and then waking up because I have, I'm not able to sleep. I'm waking up drained, not full of energy. You know, sometimes I kind of doze off during training. And that's just not good. But guess what? You definitely doze off during training. That's for sure. <laughs> I do. And I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. <laughs> but as I was searching for anything that would help me, and guess what? I discovered SEALS. It's S-E-A-L-S. And what it is, it's a premium CBD delivered directly to your doorstep. It uh, feels it it feels as naturally helps reduce stress, anxiety, pain, and sleepiness. Now, when it comes to me staying focused and finishing projects, and I don't know if you have noticed, but I have been flooding your messages with completed projects oh, yes. lately. You've been on it. You've been on it. You've been on it, and I'm I'm grateful. Feels I am grateful for to you. F-E-A-L-S. I'm grateful. Actually, you, you even got me a 50% discount, Deanna. So I've been trying it, and I'm feeling really good this morning. I woke up this morning, 2.13 a.m., ready to work. I've been working since 2.13 a.m. this morning. I read a whole 500-page book. That's the truth. That's, I'm not just saying that, but you, you know that. I literally read a 500-page, or actually 600-page book this morning, and I've just been on it. So I'm just grateful for you. You are my CEO, so when you recommend a brand, I tend to listen. But, but please, please, keep finished telling me about it because you know more about it than me. You introduced me to the product. Yes, sir, definitely. So as you know, what you do is you place a few drops of feels under your tongue, and the, you can feel the difference within minutes. Um, what I learned is that the thing to remember about CBD is that finding your right dose is extremely important because it's different for everyone. Me, preferably, I prefer the um, for in the 600 milliliter. I prefer the 40, the 40, the 40. I'm trying to remember <laughs> the the 40 percent dosage that you get because it, it just helps keep me focused. And then when it's time for me right. to rest at night, that's the one I use. So. Everyone's dose is different, and so they said. Yeah, yeah, I'm a bit heavier than you, so you. you yeah. I'm doing this a tad bit more than you, but you know, no, I, I feel great. I, I don't get that that over CBD high or something like that. It makes the, the important part here is it feels good using feels, yeah. and that's what's that's 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 what's really important. Really important. Yes, it definitely, well, it definitely feels good, and because it's all natural. You don't get you don't get that high or that hangover or the addiction of it. It's it literally because it's all natural. And the other thing about it is, which I thought was absolutely awesome, is that they offer a free CBD hotline to help guide you through your to help guide you for your yeah. personal experience. So so if you have questions about it, you can definitely give them a call. Right, right. You know, absolutely. And we we did that. We were on the phone. Was it was it Matt or was it? I think it was Matt. I think it was Matt. Yes. We were on the phone yes, with it Yes, it was Matt. Yes, sir. We were on the phone with Matt. Matt sat down with us for, what, 20 minutes? 
telling us all about the product, how exactly how the, the the way they extracted from the source in itself, and just all sorts of stuff. You know, a lot of people because it's important to get it from the greatest extraction point possible. You know, it's like a fresh cup of coffee, or so to speak. Now they're getting it oh, before yeah. it comes out the ground. You know, just this is amazing things that they do. So I thought that was my favorite part. Favorite part about that. So I'm I'm really excited about it. Anything else I should know? Because you're teaching us. You're teaching me. Yes, yes. You can actually join the Fields community to get Fields delivered to your door every month. They have a membership, and you'll save money on every order, and you can pause or cancel at any time. So how do we get it? So what you do is you go to fields.com, F-E-A-L-S. Become a member today by going to fields.com slash success. And you'll get 50% off your first order with free shipping. That's F-E-A-L-S dot com slash success to become a member and get 50% automatically taken off your first order with free shipping. Fills.com slash success. F-E-A-L-S dot com slash success. Man, sounds great to me. Just got mine yesterday and already tried this morning. You got yours a week ago, so you're doing pretty good with it. And it comes in a, a nice, pretty package, too. I do like the package. Yes. Nice doesn't it? I thought that was absolutely awesome. And then they give you the different examples, the different sample sizes. So they give you how yeah. to sample it to test your your level. So once you once you have the actual – once you start with the actual product, you already know what level it is, so you're not experimenting with your actual – your actual oil they actually give you the experimental so i'm i'm grateful for them for doing that but you know it's gonna be coffee you know or some yeah high chocolate you know what i mean so um (laughs) um so make sure that the specialist the real estate professional you find identifies with what your task is in your role is start off on the foundation that foundation right then when you build the higher you build you have a 30 you know structure so if you start at the beginning and having the foundation where you have the right right agent for the right job for the right task so if i'm looking for an reo agent or someone that's going to be a reo is real estate owned that's the term that the bank use that comes real estate owned because it's real estate that's owned by the bank it was once owned by someone else so it becomes real estate owned reo um that and that's the term that's used for real estate owned so let's say I want to, I'm just going to pick this, this target for this purpose. Um, I want to mm-hmm. buy my first piece of real estate and it's bank on real estate. And so, you know, I heard that I could find some good deals from HUD and Fannie Mae. I heard that the deals were out there. I heard that the best way I could find um, information, I could get some good deals with HUD. So that's the target. That's the path I'm going down. So what I need to do is go find me a REO HUD listing broker. Why is that important that you want to find that broker? Because he's equipped. When you do a HUD transaction, and first, when and one one of the other things just to kind of be mindful of is there's no cookie cutter nothing in 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 real estate. There's nothing yeah. that is like one size fit all. You know, there's not every deal, every transaction is different. Every um um investor is different. Every scenario is different. You know, no matter how much it appears saying just there's no cookie cutter way to look at it. So um and go into every transaction with that expectation and knowing that it's different you know even though it's the twin 
it's the second half of the twin that you bought last year. You know, it's going to be different. It's the same, you know, right there, it's going to be different. So um, you found out that you want a HUD, HUD property um, and that you found that you can get some good deals. So hone in on just that market. So if, let's say if I'm, I'm looking for REOs and I found out that I want to do HUD properties, I'm going to focus and become the best that I'm able to become at and proficient in understanding that what I'm looking for, for me. And then I'm going to be equipped because when I, once I'm as good at it or proficient, as proficient as I can become at it, then who I seek out is going to be just as proficient, if not, well, he's, you know, it, we attract to us who we are, you know, and then so if I'm, you know, and then always start with me, it always start with you and knowing that you have to put in the work to get out of it what you want. You know, it's not um, like almost like a, bro a, a agent that comes to an office and expect a broker to feed them business and to make them, if you got to go into that situation, knowing that I have to do the work, there's work I have to put into this, knowing that you're going to put in the work and then your agent is going to be just that. He's going to be the broker. He's going to be the facilitator. She, he or she is going to be the facilitator to get you to the next stage of, you know, next stage of the game or, you know, so our real broker, you want to identify the right broker. Very key, very, um, I can't stress how much that is um, needed. Write that part down, you know, that you want the broker to be a broker that specializes in whatever it is you're looking for. So if I'm looking for an REO, first property, I heard the deals are out there with HUD and bank-owned properties. So let's throw Fannie Mae in there too. HUD and Fannie Mae properties, right? Because here's why those deals are that way and they are good. Because when you get a, Fannie, a HUD property, you purchase something that's called PMI, private mortgage insurance or MIP, depending on what type of a loan it is. So you're getting private mortgage insurance on the property. So when you get private mortgage insurance on a property, it's just like any other insurance. That protects the mortgage. You know, you borrow money. Money is just like a commodity. It's just like the, something you go pick up off the shelf. You know, borrow money is cheap. It's like a product. So you borrow money, just like a vehicle, your automobile. Think of money as being like your automobile and you buy insurance for your automobile. It's the same. So mortgage insurance is purchased. And mortgage insurance is any event that you can't pay me back or you can't pay the bank back. Now, hence is why an FHA loan is not always the best loan for a person to get because an FHA loan has mortgage insurance on it for the whole 30 years of the loan. Our, um, uh, um, a co conventional loan is two types of loans you can purchase, well, three types. Um, but for the most part, that's in the, in the industry. You either going to get an FHA loan, conventional loan, or hard money, which is private money. So <clears throat> an FHA loan comes with, you have to purchase um, private mortgage insurance or mortgage insurance for that loan for the whole life of that loan. 30, 30 years, you're going to pay whatever that dollar amount, $116.12 each month on that mortgage loan for mortgage insurance for the life of the loan. So at the end of the day, if we know anything, right, from... <clears throat> Any mortgage that we purchase, right, the amortization of it, how it's amortized. Amortized comes from the root word morte, right? Mort, amortized. And the root word morte means death. You kill off slowly. Kill off slowly. Morte in Spanish, I believe, it means death. So, so amortize. You're am amortizing the loan. And I don't, um, don't want to get caught up in that. Uh, you talked about earlier, Antonio, um, making it um, too much. 
but you know, amortizing the, the loan. So I re the amortization of a loan, the bank makes their, you pay off the interest first. So if you have a 30 year mortgage, the first 10 to 20 years of that mortgage, you're paying off the, the uh, interest. You get I'm it? It's all very right. Glad it's all you talking about that, this. Yeah, very that, glad you're talking okay. about this. That thick, that thick pile of papers you get when you buy your loan, <clears throat> that loan is amortized over a 30 year period. And when they call it amortized, you know, amortized over 30 years. So you're paying, the way you get your mortgage payment down to, to be so low is they, they, they amortize over 360 months, um, over 30 years. And they're amortizing it, amortizing it, and um, the payments are based on 30-year payout and your interest rate. So at the beginning, the first 10 to 20 years of the loan, you might pay on a $1,000 loan, $996 will go towards the interest only. So of that $1,000 payment, $4 goes towards principal. So that $200,000 loan now becomes 200, um, I mean, um, you know, $4 less than, than the first month. All that goes towards the, to the bank. So now here's you paid into the bank, you paid your points, the cost of getting into the loan, you paid your, you know, the points, all the fees that it's a closing cost and all the associated fees that go with um, acquiring a mortgage. You paid all that to the bank up front. Now they're getting all their money up front in by way of the way that it's amortized. So it's um, a $1,000 payment, $997 goes towards interest. The bank, bank is recouping their money first getting their money back first. I lent it to you now. Um, so now on top of that, you have mortgage insurance. So at MIP, the mortgage insurance, once that loan defaults or the borrower defaults on that loan, the, the, the government don't own the loan. Fannie Mae or HUD, they don't, they're, not, it's not, they're not in the business of getting money. They guarantee the loan. They guarantee that it will be paid. So a lot of people think that HUD is giving me this loan. I'm, I'm you know, a person, get, they start losing, um, missing payments. They call HUD, you know, or call HUD to get some help. You know, um, HUD is really not the entity that's going to be able to help you. They're going to direct you to somebody that can help you. HUD, the government just guarantees that loan. They say, all right, if they don't pay, if they meet these criteria, here are the steps, here's the criteria that they need to meet. Six X amount of FICO score. No missed payments in the past 12 months. The criteria they set, HUD will say, HUD says, all right, we'll, we'll back that loan. We don't even have a credit score. Another thing, that's a myth. And people think that, well, you know, I have to have a certain credit score. VA loans and HUD loans don't have credit scores. It's the overlays that the bank put on it as a protection to make sure that they'll get paid. So um, the bank will say, um, okay, HUD's got lines is no credit score needed. You know, um, if it is, if, there, if, if it's challenged or there's, if there's, there's challenges with it, we just, we require a letter and let's look at it. Let's explore it because HUD's purpose is to get people in homes. That's the whole design. That's what it was supposed to be designed for. Really to get low income people and minorities into the homes and people that would not necessarily be able to purchase a home. That's what it was, that was the purpose of it or is the purpose of it. Um, hence is why also when you first buy a HUD property, the first 15 days is for owner occupants. So they, it's out there in the, in the public. 
for on the occupant first. Then it opens up to investors. Because again, the whole purpose of it is, is to get homeowners into the home. So, okay, now this is for the person that has never bought a home and you're looking at purchasing your first house. And I just want to get in the game. I don't know how, I just wanted to do it. Just let's, I'm ready. Whatever it is, let's, let's get it done. So I'm going to go and um, I got about, I got about 15 uh, bands and I'm going to, um, or 10 bands, maybe, you know, even seven or eight. <clears throat> what I like to say at this point is, don't wait until you have all the money. Don't, well, I'm going to wait until I got it, because that time may not never come. Jump in it and get in it. <clears throat> when I bought my first house, I had enough money to put down a down payment, and I saw down the line getting the rest of it. I made the commitment, and then I just went after it, like you said, make the commitment, and figure it out after you get into it. So, you know, as you figure it out, I read the rest along the way. I put the $1,000 down. Or doesn't even have to be a thousand dollars. Depends on where you at. It could be a hundred dollars. You know, HUD will take a hundred dollars. They have hundred dollars down. My point is, don't let nothing stop you from getting started. If you're ready to start, start. Because what the worst, the best thing that's going to happen is you're going to find out what I need to do in order to make it happen. Two months, three months, six months down the line. Then to not do anything and then still be in the same position. So start right now. Whatever it is, start. Go and make up your mind to say, all right, if I'm ready to do it, whatever it is, I got. Whatever I have, wherever you starting from, wherever it is you have, start from that point right there. Start from that point and get the process started and, 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 and um, say I'm going to find me a HUD home. You can um, look up properties in your area. They have their own website, hudhomestore.com. Um, if you're looking, go ahead and go to that website, download that app on your phone and look at it every day. Look at it every day start because here the importance of getting into it and when i say present time i mean just take a minute right where you are right now and look around you if you're in your car look to you right look look no identify where you are what's in front of you what's right there right what i'm you know what color is my steering wheel you know the radio knobs look at <laughs> You know, the room I'm in, what's in my room? What's around me? What's surrounding me right now? Where am I at? And I say present time because it's important to know, to be in present time, you know, at all times when you when doing things because it helps to make, make it real. And I'm only saying that to say that it's important to go out to visit some of these homes. Go stand in it. Walk in the door because you got to own it. And you got to go into agreement with yourself that I'm, I'm, I'm ready to do this. So the moment you put that conscious knowledge out, that conscious thought to do it, you already called it into your consciousness. You already called it, you called it into being, into existence. But it starts where you have to make the decision first to say, I'm going to buy this house, my first property, I'm buying it at whatever cost. Nope, I ain't got no money right now, but I got my income tax and I got $1,000 or I have $1,000 I can spare to put to the side towards it. And um, in six months, I can come up with the rest. I don't know what that rest, you know, I mean, identify, identify what, okay, let me use this as a rule of thumb too, because I don't want to, that sounds like hocus pocus, just I don't know what the rest is, but for any pro, any loan, the rule of thumb is three to nine percent will get you into the property. So if you're looking at a hundred thousand dollar house, you can say, it's safe to say that you can get into that house roughly for about nine thousand dollars. Nine thousand dollars is a rule of thumb, safe bet to say about nine thousand dollars will get me into that property, right? So if I say, um, I got a $100,000 home. Now, the other part 
of it is you get the right agent. Why it's important to have an agent that has done this before, that has done a HUD home before, and that has the experience of it because that agent is going to tell you, okay, well, I can get you 3% of that 9000 back in closing costs. So we can make our offer appealing enough to get that 3% put into that. So now you're down to six bands, right? 6000 now, $6,000. You're at 6000 now. So you just knocked that off. But you didn't, wouldn't have known that if you didn't get into it. You didn't jump in it and get into the process of it. That's why it's important to get in it and realize. And the other part is go see the property. Go look at it. Ride by it. My first house, I used to walk by it on my way to the barbershop. I was cutting hair. The barber at that time, I think I was in barber school or just finishing up getting my license. And I used to walk by the house every morning, claiming it. Yep. In my head. You didn't tell nobody. Sometimes you just can't tell everybody everything. <laughs> you just got to move and they see it once it's done. You know, a lot of times you just can't share everything with everybody. So you just have to do it. And especially if it's an idea that's not well and completely resolved within you, you definitely don't want to share it until it's, it's like a, a seed. It goes down first. You don't see nothing, but it's taking root underground. And then when you see that first blade of grass that pop up, you know, you think it's oh, this light, little weak grass. It's not really that weak because it already got roots under it. It's being held up, held out of roots. You don't know how many strands of roots is underneath it. But keeping that in mind, it's, um, you know, keeping it in darkness. It's like, see, going down, it's in darkness. Dark down there, you know, dark, dark earth. Until, <clears throat> until it's proper time. So I would walk by the house and claim it. It was a family member of mine. And, you know, um, coming from where I had come from and being, you know, um, you know, um, had, been incarcerated and you know those things and you know really didn't have a whole lot of expectations and a lot of people that thought that I would I could do it and would make it luckily and luckily for me that was what was a, was a big motivating factor for me um that because you said I can't that means that really pushes me to make me make me do it even more um you know um you know that's just that so with that 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 was really kind of a motivator for me <clears throat> so I walked by the home and I'm just saying this to say Go to the house that you identify with if you're interested, you know, and, you know, um, I wouldn't say necessarily set up a showing to go in the house. Um, but if you can, do do that. Get inside the house. Feel it. Look at it. See your furniture in it. See you owning it. See you in the property. And walk away and leave with that and then continue with the rest of the process, which happens to be to get the rest of your money up. Another thing you can do is also get that your banker. You want the right type of banker and the right type of real estate professional. Also, the lender has to be one that specializes in that too. The lender has oh, to you be gotta break all three of those down. You gotta thank break you. all three of those. Yeah, thank yeah. Cause they thank you, thank you. Yeah, the yes, banker, the lender. Yeah, go ahead, man. Okay. Thank you. Please stop me anytime I get that get there. I appreciate you. So if um so the lender, the bank is the person that provides the, the, the financing. They could be bank but any one of the banks that qualify. So HUD says, we'll allow you to, we'll guarantee your loans that fit into this criteria. So the 12 of us, how many, six of us, how many of us is on the line? We go into today, we say, we're going to open us up a bank. The six, we're going to come and open up a bank. We got $300,000, $500,000, we open up this bank and we're going to lend it. HUD says, okay, if you meet these guidelines, we'll guarantee those loans. So HUD says, we'll guarantee those loans. 
that you that you lend, provided they meet these requirements. So the lenders, Bank of America, any lender, we meet those requirements, we go to HUD and say, hey, we want to become a HUD approved lender. So as long as that lender meets that requirement, they can go and lend you the money for that particular property. So that's the bank. Any bank, any bank USA, you know, um, your banker, they qualify, that's the person that's giving you the money, the financing to go and say, I'm gonna give you this um, $97,000 and uh, um, for the purchase of the house, but you gotta come up with the, with the other, other uh, uh, 6% because we already found 3% that the bank is giving you back. So it's 9% it's costing you, it takes for you to get into this property. So you found three, now you're down to six. Now I'm gonna go, we're gonna get that banker or banker and the lender is the same. Let me make sure that clarify that. The banker and the lender is the same, um, meaning they're the source of money. They're the source of funds. Banking and lender, banking and lender can you know, definition-wise means be different, but they're the source of financing, right, to get you into the property. So the bank is one, but you want the mortgage person that works for that bank, that's, that's your point of contact, to be one that has done a deal or two like that before that he specializes in HUD deals. He specializes in that type of a loan. Why is that important? So important because every area, there's things as different in New Jersey, in North New Jersey, that's different in South Jersey. That, I mean, it's the same state, but the South side of Jersey don't use um, attorneys and North side of Jersey is always using attorneys. So it changes, real estate really is that local. So your area is specific to you. It's not a, such a thing I can go and use. You know, real estate is that local. So you want a person that is, um, understands that and that has done um, one of those, done that deal before. So you want to specialize in a, a person that does those loans. There's, there's nuances in different parts of the loan and things that, of the transaction that happens that a regular banker ain't gonna get. And if you really don't know, you'll think it's you. You'll think it's something that you've done, or you might think it's something that's going on, you know, with, with, with your circumstances, but you know, that lender, it, it all could be because of the choice of person. It's like picking a bad relationship, make the wrong choice, it just don't work out. You know, and you think it's you, but you know, it's really picking the right choice and making sure that the industry expert that you choose is the industry expert that knows what and is accomplishing your present time, your real life situation that you want to accomplish. So I, you know, I want to accomplish it, and I'm thinking, I'm saying, okay, I want to own a home. I'm not mixing up, you know, my first home with wanting to be an investment home. Nope, I'm staying focused on this track of I want to own my first home, buy my first home that I don't, I don't have now, and how do I get in it? Okay, I found three percent. I can get three percent and add that, in, leave that into the bank is going to give me three percent of the cost to get into it. So I need nine thousand or nine points. A point is one percent of the loan amount. So that's real estate lending one point is 1% of the loan amount. So I need 9%, 9 points, 9 to get into the loan. The bank is going to give me three back. That's usually the way it goes with a, with a bank or with a, um, with, um, when a bank is fine, when a bank is with an REO or foreclosure. However, if you find a property that's owned by a, by a, a, per, a per person, they can give you 6% back. Now you found six points. Now you only come to the table with 3%. So the other thing is you can get down, down payment assistance. Now the down payment assistance can go with the bank, the banker's portion. So in your research, you're gonna be looking up down payment assistance, how much, you know, depending on the property you find, if the property is a HUD property, if it's a property that's a bank owned property, let me just, just say a bank owned, you know, foreclosure, a bank owned, 
the maximum you can get back usually is going to be 3% of it. When I say get back is you're getting 3% of the closing costs to help you get into that property. So they're financing your closing costs for you to get into the property. So 3% of the, of the, of the cost, you're financing and being financed by, you're going to finance it over 30 years. What difference do it make? It's, it's about 25, it's about $10 per hundred. Um, what is it? What is it? Twenty? What is it? Ten? Twenty-five dollars per one hundred. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. A thousand. So, hold, 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 hold on, okay. You dropping mad knowledge. Let me let me okay. let me set you up with a few scenarios. I'm a veteran. I'm sixty-five yes. years old. Yep. I want to get me a house. With all the yep. information that you just said, tell me the steps. Best steps. As as a veteran. You don't. You can walk into that house with zero dollars as a VA. A VA loan. You walk into it with hundred percent. They it's set up so as a veteran. Not only can you as a veteran walk into the house with no money and just pay the fee. Hold on, bro. Hold on, bro. Hold on. Because they not listening. They not. Hold on. Let it rewind all that. Hundred percent, no doubt. Rewind all that. Yeah. Give it to them. Start over. To give it to right. us. So as a veteran with a VA loan, you can technically walk into the house uh, with 100% um, less the fee. So you don't pay a fee, but it'll be minimal. It's not a lot. But you technically, and I'm just, this is, that's empowering a veteran, person that has been in, in you can go technically. That's a niche market to somebody. For a real agent that's just doing the game, that's a whole niche market for you to tackle. And just target the veterans and VA loans and just do that and be a VA agent and just do those. Because you technically, it's no, yes, sir. There's no, um, <laughs> there's no, um, um, what do you call it? Um, no credit. So there, it, because it's HUD, it's technically HUD. That goes with VA and HUD. They don't have a credit score requirement. The bank may have a credit score criteria or requirement, but the, entity itself that's um backing the loan don't so they'll say you can go to a bank again make sure you find that va lender though because i'm telling you there's nuances to that I've, 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 I've tried and tested this there's nuances to it that that a regular lender sure i can do it they go and they you know lender they go and look at the roster and say these are the loans we can do sure i can do it but you want someone that has done it before, pretty much, you know, makes the loan a lot more smoother. Like you want a loan lender that has done a um, rehab loan before, but you can walk into that VA veteran loan, the VA loan, um, with your DD-214, I believe it's called, and you go and get that, and that's proof that you've been in the, um, <laughs> been in, been in the, um, in your, um, and, and, and you serve, and you take that DD-214, they verify it, uh, the VA lender, comes back you can put down a hundred dollars on this property it's designed just for that purpose you know and that's a niche market man you just gave me an idea for any agent that's coming that's that's i'm sending them right there to that target that you know that's a target market to target as a niche market for an agent to go after and target especially in this time right now where the veteran the veterans are not really don't get the credit don't being treated i mean that's just a good it's a target, good target audience to target to help, you know, not, you know, and make money while you're doing it. You know what I mean? Okay. So, I feel throw your alley I feel throw your alley you. I feel because you do it so good. You do it so good. I feel throw your alley you. 
I got somebody on the call right now. They own their own construction company. Okay. They own their own construction company. Oh. How can they partner with veterans and veteran lenders so they never have to worry about a check again? They can just serve veterans. Right, and these houses, because of course, these houses, yeah, these vendor loaded houses, they're not gonna need much work. You understand what I'm saying? But there may be an opportunity to work something up so they can be well. I don't know, but with your knowledge, I'm sure we have to, you know, we might have to keep figuring this out. But with the knowledge you have right now, how can you steer us in some sort of direction? Okay. Now you said a, a construction company, they do build, they do the construction, right? Do construction, wants to give back all license, bonded, all that stuff. That's right. Want to partner with a lender and just gotcha. get in on rehabbing or at least maintaining these houses just so they can, you know, maybe they can make an extra 2000 a month. You know, some sort of, basically, how can I get to predictable revenue? Because veterans aren't going to stop being veterans and houses aren't going to stop being houses. How can I take my small company? Yeah. And then attach myself to this predictable revenue. I'm not trying to game the system. I just want to be in the flow of such predictable revenue. And we're not not stopping going to war. So we're going to continue to go to war more and more, more and more. So I would say, I would say attach yourself to, um, to, all find the top VA lenders in your area. Find the VA lenders that are doing VA loans and attach to them and identify them and partner with them. That way it's not just one VA company, but it's every VA lender, every VA. Because mm. every VA, every VA, you know, you're attaching yourself to all of them in your area as far as you want to go. You can reach out 100, 200 miles out each way, 150 miles in each direction if you want. And get the top VA lender that you um, uh, VA lender that's in that area and attach yourself to them. Hey, here's um, you know, uh, and your your cause is you want to work with V, you know, v, your cause is your cause, and attach um, um, so contact them. You will reach out to them, and you just reach out to them and provide offer them. Your service. Hey, I'm a licensed bonded uh, construction um, construction company, and we do specialize in working with VA. Um, we work we work with VA um, um, veterans. And if you're talking to a VA lender, his primary audience may be VA lenders. Now, another part of that is you may you might want to become HUD certified too, because then at that point, not only do you do the um, just the VA loans you become 203K specialist because there's a special type of lender, a, a contractor that does, pardon me, the 203K rehab work. That is a steady flow of income that where I'm at, they can't even find reputable contractors for. You got a contracting company, I'm sure the same is happening there. The thing is getting in the right position in the right place because you can't even find reputable contractors here. It's hard to find. Contractors, the thing is though is is be integrity. I'm not saying you're not, but have integrity and don't take on more work than you can than you can handle. And 
have a reputation of completing your job and just do what you can do. If you have to hire more to get to do more, but that's an industry and a field that is underrepresented and is under staffed. So there's a need for um, companies, construction companies in this industry specifically to get that HUD money, you know, that, that contract rehab money. So the, the, it would be to really to contact the VA lenders. So it would be a, a search. And the top 1% the top of those lenders that do VA loans, if they exist of where they are, you want to tap them and reach out to where they are. And how do you, you know, um, that's one of the differences that NARAP offer, right? Because NARAP have networking events where not only is real estate professionals there, you've got the contractors, the appraisers, all, every facet of the real estate industry is at these national conventions. We're going to one, I think it's May, in a couple months coming up. We just was one, that's where we, we was in Vegas the last couple of weeks ago, we was at one. All the people that are there that were the industry experts, appraisers, um, contractors, the podcast, I did a podcast with, with took two interviews while we were down there. One was with the appraiser, with an appraiser. One was with a lender, mortgage lender and a broker. He has a, and he's from California. He has a mortgage company and a real estate brokerage company in California. My point for that is how you get in, to answer the question of how do you get in contact with them? You go where they are. So go where they are, go to your networking events, find a NARAB chapter in your area. That would be the, that would be what I would suggest. Uh, what, I'm not, where are you at? What city are you from, Lisa? She's in, oh, I'll, I'll let her answer herself. Baycliffe, Texas, Galveston area, Galveston County. Oh, I was in Texas. Oh, yeah. Texas got a big, Texas, Texas is one of the largest chapters. Texas rules stuff when it comes to uh, voting. Texas got a real heavy hand over there um, for, 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 for um, so Texas is large. So Texas got a hard, large chapter there. So find your NARAP, NARAP chapter. Andrea Kutze is a big, big name there. You'll know her. She's a um, heavy hitter down there with, she got a real estate company. In, um, but find the local NARAP chapter there and partner with them um, because you could become a member as an allied member and have your construction company become a member. <clears throat> and then you're in all the, there's 90 chapters that have nationwide. Um, Texas is one of the largest chapters. NAREB, National Association of Real Estate Brokers. And it's NAREB. Yeah, that's Check what she was just asking. Yeah, yeah. Just, just, you must have heard it. That's what she was just asking. That's what she was just asking. You must have just read her mind. What it mean? <laughs> the, the NARB, however you just oh. said it. <laughs> okay. Give it to yeah. us again. Yes, sir. Um, sure. NAREB. NAREB, NARAB, National Association of Real Estate Brokers. Man is, is in New Jersey right now. So he's right in my backyard. He's right here. The local president is, um, uh, you know, right here locally. So, um, but find a chapter in your area. NARAB, a chapter. Texas is a per. You good. You know what I mean? I, you're good in Texas. And my point is just to get with, um, you know, tie yourself and put yourself in. Get in the room with them, you know, with them. And, and you want to get on that list of, and um, get on the list. And all it takes is for you to do one or two jobs. Then you name one or two jobs with a VA lender. And then because it's so it's such a, a market that's so uh, underrepresented and understaffed, you do one or two jobs in it that your, your work is going to speak for itself, you know? And that's the way it works with that industry. And I'm sure, you know, it's there's a there's a 
is a desert there when it comes to contractors that's, you know, that has it. And research that, that um, designation of what the requirements is to become an approved HUD um, contractor. Because I'm telling you, they do not have enough people. Texas may be different. I don't know about Texas. But I'm sure I can tell you from Jersey and Pennsylvania, there is hard to find reputable and good contractors that can yeah, get in there. I, I think that's nationwide. I think that's nationwide, money's going to be there. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Absolutely. No doubt. Um, I'm hoping I ain't all over the place with it, but I want to make sure. No, nah, man, you're good. You're good, man. No, 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 no. That's why. I, let let yeah. me tell you, bro. I knew to let you talk most of this episode. You understand what I'm saying? Because this, this, this is right up your alley, man. <laughs> this, this next section. Because all I do yeah. as an investor is tell you what I want. You understand what I'm saying? So now you go to your expertise. That's why I ain't said too much this this episode. I ain't said too much because I'm smart enough to know <laughs> that you you didn't you didn't taught me fifty things. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, wow. yeah. You didn't taught me oh, fifty things. Let, let me throw you another situation because I'm I'm actually throwing you situations that are on this phone. Right. I mean, on this call right now. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah, man. Every, the, the, the alley use I'm throwing you are relevant to this call. Okay. I make six figures. I'm taking care of my wife. I'm doing my thing. You understand? I'm doing my thing. I make six figures, take care of my wife, doing my thing. Money's not tight, but I'm looking to get out of trading my time for money. How can I use my employer? How can I use my employer's money to then switch over and start investing in the real estate. Where should I start? Where should I go? Give me some steps. All right. If I was in those that situation, I asked that question I for Corey. He just got us alive. You got off? Dang. Well, we got the court. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Keep on. Yeah. No, sir. Yo, so, uh, um, I would um, I would sit down and have a real conversation with myself, a present time conversation, and take a look at inventory and where I'm at and what it is, and say, um, um, okay, but first of all, begin to steal away. Nobody know. I'm starting to plant a seed. I'm throwing that seed, digging a hole and dropping the seed in it. Plant better. If you always teach, you always teach it, man. I'll begin to plant better by first stealing away. And I would drop a seed and start going to work to make a way while I'm still underneath my employer. And anything, if there is there, if there's any schooling or education that's offered that that employers will pay for, I'm taking advantage of it. So some courses, right, in real estate, college courses will uh, satisfy as the equivalent for your real estate license. So if my employer is willing to pay for my real estate license course, sometimes the course is not as much, it's under $500 in most cases, right? Um, but um, 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 there's courses that your employer may pay for that are college-related courses that you can get to pay, get them to pay you for and maintain a C average or whatever, however that works, and it'll be paid for by the employer. That's one way to do it. You know, maybe take a little long time doing it. That way it's a lot. Real estate class, you can probably get it in, in 10 days. But I would just say steal away and start 
finding a way to get one property, man, because one property purchase right can find that that's a college tuition for your child. If your child is born um, now, buy a property to pay their college tuition today. So that way you ain't got to worry about it. If you buy a property and keep it, by the time they go to college, it'll be paid for, halfway paid for, at least because real estate appreciate if you buy right, though. The key is getting the right person at the foundation. So I'm just saying, you know, start if you steal away and find a way to utilize, you know, whatever options your employer is providing to pay for the education-wise. But at night, take the real estate course. Get educated and get the information, even if it's, you don't have to take the course, you know, but just get informed by the individuals that that's giving you what you need, you know, sift through what it is that you know that's really going to help you really get there. Not the stuff that's selling you to sell you, you know, sell you in a way that, you know, you know, you get more than what you pay for when you get ATS from Antonio and what he provides, man, you know, so you know real when you see real, you know. And just get that information, whether you take a course first. First of all, is getting informed and educating yourself about the process and enough about the process that's going to help you to get to where you need to get to, you know. And I think that that's the first step is really getting your mind right and, and going into agreement with it. Because to come out of a trading time for a paycheck mentality is a process and is a thought and it's a mind state, mindset, you know. So I have to get to a place where okay i'm gradually unthinking that process i'm gradually i'm gradually um you know undoing that i'm gradually i gotta you know i have to think and totally think different you know and so i need to get around other people that's already done that other people that's striving to do that you know and get around those people and see how they're doing it there's nothing wrong with pledging allegiance to your brother so long as you don't break your allegiance and uh, i know nobody don't know what that means it may not mean it's a, what that means but it's if it's no long, nothing wrong if we pledge my allegiance to you and following your example and as long as i'm being true to we being true to one another you know i can pledge my allegiance to you as long as it's in it's in truth you know we have the best intent for one another we have the best intent i don't know what you know as it comes to whatever that field that field is you don't know what i know when it comes to that but we collectively I'm pledging my allegiance to you and my all in a sense that, you know, so if a person knows more than what I know, I can get on the path with him and work and follow that until I'm strong enough to add my own flavor to it, if that makes sense. I'm strong enough to, 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 to branch off and, you know, and then do it myself. So it first starts with education and knowledge and becoming the best informed as best as you can about what you want to do and how you want to get there and doing it that way. So, yeah perfect bro perfect no no perfect perfect appreciate you man give us some finest words and and take us on out of here all right so with um finding a real estate professional subscribe to if start now don't wait start now even the process because it doesn't cost you a thing to start the process of 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 making up your mind to buy something or to get into it don't cost one dime to make up your mind and say i'm going to do this like you said after the day's cast that we had to make up our mind to, to put that live show on it ain't cost a dime for me to do it i'm doing what you just said to start that that show that first cast you know or so it doesn't cost anything to do to make up your mind to say i'm going to buy my first house do that and then there's a lot of little steps that you can do in the meantime do those things start picking up those little steps of what you can do right now to get the process started for purchasing um, 
download hudhomestore.com is one you can get good deals still from there especially if it's your first one you buy it and you're on occupant go get your best deal from that thing man you can do it i've seen them properties go for five thousand dollars you know for a house a whole house i'm like man but being a broker you can't even buy it you gotta find other ways to do it but you know it's just you know so there's deals there with equity in it i would say start that's the only that's what i would say start now start from right where you at don't let nothing tell you you can't get in it jump in it with both feet and um start the process even if you don't have the money because what i do know for certain is the good deal always will find the money so a good deal will always find the money get set it up get the process and get it in step and get it in place the good deal will find the money you know and um you'd be surprised at what will happen for you when you start walking towards it and you start making the commitment to yourself and you make up your mind and say that i'm gonna do it you'd be surprised at what doors open up for you you know what by the you know the author the originator originator of the universe by whatever name we choose to call them you know um and whatever energy we use you know we'll open up doors so that's what i have to add and i thank you for um for the opportunity to share that no doubt appreciate you man thank you very much ladies and gentlemen yeah yeah no no that's that's good stuff man appreciate you thank you very much ladies and gentlemen we're so grateful i knew to take a back seat on this episode let my man maurice broker of three soon to be four states getting ready to be president of everything out there on the east coast and i'm so grateful to have his presence there do me a favor and maurice as soon as you hang up this this call call diana real quick and ladies and gentlemen i'm so grateful for for all of you antonio t smith jr you can't plant better you can dominate y'all have a good day see you for all the other trainings happening tonight all right everybody I'm not sure if you already know this, but you're already absolutely perfect. You're already absolutely great. And you're already living in massive abundance. The most important things that you have is not what you have. It's not what you do. It's what you know. Because the people who do know what you need to know to leave the middle class, they're in the top 1% and they control 96% of the world's income. 97% of this world is trading time for money and that is not the way to become rich, it's not the way to become wealthy, and it is absolutely not the way to leave the middle class. There are 7.8 billion people in the world right now and they all wanna learn how to make money and how to leave the middle class. But the way to become a master at anything is to learn all the rules and then bend them to your favor. Right now in this world, there are 2,057 billionaires. Right now. So if you think becoming a billionaire is is impossible, that's 2,057 people that have already proved that impossibility incorrect. And if you think that's crazy, there are 46.8 million millionaires in the world, worldwide right now. Now think about that. 46.8 million millionaires, and that number grows 1,730 millionaires every single day. Money is everywhere. You don't need to max out your credit cards. You don't need to borrow from granddad and grandma. Just look behind me. Look at all the wealth sitting behind me in this junkyard. It's insane how much money is everywhere, and you don't need to go out there and beg, bar, and steal to get it. You just need to know the rules of making money and how to leave the middle class. Essentially, all you need to know is the algorithm of making money, the rules of making money. All you need to know is what to do and how to do it, and you can leave the middle class. Any industry, yoga, golf, 
underwater basket weaving, clipping fingernails, it doesn't matter. All you have to do is know how to do it, how to get it done, and then find somebody to teach you how to do it, how to get it done, and you will be able to leave the middle class. If you're not getting my point, it's real simple. Whatever you have up here, as long as you understand the rules of leaving the middle class, as long as you understand how to get money, you can take what's up here and get wealthy from what you already have. Right now, the very thing you know up here is already being searched a thousand times a second on Google. Someone right now, actually 1,730 people right now, are gonna become a millionaire from the stuff that you have in your head. Why can't this be you? I mean, it's 1,730 people with your ideas that are no better than you, that are gonna leave the middle class, become a millionaire. Why are you not next? So how do we do this? How do we take what you know and apply it to objective money-making secrets and then allow you to leave the middle class? How do we take you from where you are and let you escape to where you wanna go? So how do we make all this money or take all this knowledge from the Warren Buffers, from Elon Musk, how do we take everything that everyone before you has done and how do we take all of that and then put it in your head so you can leave a legacy for your family. My name is Antonio T. Smith Jr. 32 years ago, I lived in a trash can. That's right, from six to 14, I had no running water, no electricity, no anything, and somehow I'm in the top 1% today. Not because I had the right background, not because I had a silver spoon in my mouth, simply because being homeless made me learn how to make money. I retired when I was 29 years old. I'm more than likely younger than you. I'm one of the top 1% income earners in one of the richest countries in the world. What I learned how to do when I was six years old was learn how to generate enough money to eat some cookies so I wouldn't die to death from starvation. From there, I learned how to go from cookies to a meal from a meal to clothes, to clothes, to shelter, to everything else that supplied my necessary needs. When I was six, I was forced to learn how to make money, and now that's what I'm gonna do and help you do. I've seen amazing results. I have my own economy, I've homeschooled my own children, and I wrote a book that teaches you every single thing that I know about making money, every single thing that other people know about making money, and most importantly, all the stuff that we don't tell you. Because the truth is, and you know it like I know it, the most honest, the most hardworking, unselfish people on planet Earth live in the middle class. Yet, your honesty, your unselfishness, your devout religion going self is not enough to get to the top 1% and that's not fair. The second half of my life has been not about how much money I make, but how I will be remembered from all the money that I have made. And I've been trying to teach everybody how to get out the middle class. I'm the crazy guy famous on the internet for trying to create 100,000 millionaires. I've created eight so far. I got a ninth one on the way, all the way from India. That's pretty cool. And what I want to tell you is something very simple. It's been hard. It's been absolutely hard to help people leave the middle class, not because of the people, because the system would rather keep you being someone else's money instead of you having your own economy and having the money come find and flow to you. It was frustrating because I knew that anybody can make money. And if you knew what I knew, you would change your life. Over the last few years, I built a large following of over 
half a million people every month that pay me to actually, for me, to give them advice. Well, that's been exciting for me. And the cool thing is, I've created thousands of six-figure earners. I've created millionaires. I've created people who can live their dreams and hold on to their legacies. And now my eyes are on you to create you to what you need to be great. I have been teaching my principles and these principles to hundreds of thousands of people around the world, every country, all continents, and anyone who has taken them seriously, written them down and applied them, have a 100% success rate of leaving the middle class. I've taught these secrets to my following and my inner network, and I've watched them go from four figures to five figures, five figures to six figures, seven figures all the way to eight. Everything that I've ever learned, everything I've ever learned from millionaire mentors, billionaire mentors, and everything I learned from being homeless, and everything that got me into the top 1%, I have placed inside of a book. To date, it is the longest book that I've ever written, the most best book that I've ever written, and that book is called The Richest Man and the Trash Can, and I'm offering it to you today for free. This book is gonna show you how to become wealthy into the top 1% and leave the middle class. This book is gonna give you a step-by-step -step plan if you're 30 years old, all the way to 70 years old, how to get into the top 1%. If you're a teenager, how to get to the top 1%. If you're a millennial, how to get to the top 1%. It's gonna teach you how to make six figures immediately, teach you how to get to a million dollars immediately, and all that good stuff. Plus, I'm gonna give you the 36 objective laws of leaving the middle class. Plus, I'm gonna give you every last one of my secrets that have made me rich. You have to understand that leaving the middle class is the most important fight that you're gonna have in your life. And to be honest with you, it, you can kind of relate to this. It almost takes $450,000 a year just to be broke in America. And that's just in America. If you don't leave the middle class, which is actually an illusion, then you are gonna have a really hard time. Think about it for a second. Some of, most of you are gonna be watching this are gonna be baby boomers, and you've been sold a bad check. They lied to you. Your retirement was not enough for you to live comfortable, and I'm gonna give you this book for free so you can figure out how to triple your retirement and then quadruple your retirement, and then as Grant Cardone would say, 10X your retirement so you can live the life that's worthy of you. I want you to remember that leaving the middle class is the most important battle that you could ever face in your entire life, especially for your family. So consider this video, this book, your friendly tap on the shoulder. I wanna send you a free copy of this book because I believe that abundance is your birthright. I believe that abundance is freedom. And I believe that this book is right for you. In fact, I believe in that so much that I will send you the book for free. All you have to do is cover the cost of shipping. I'll eat the cost, I'll take the loss, and all you have to do is get the book and dominate your reality right now and apply the principles so you can be the best person for your life that is yours. Fill out the form sitting right there to the right. Go ahead, dominate your reality. I can't wait to send you my book. I can't wait to meet you. I can't wait to have you as someone that's been on the journey with me. Antonio T. Smith Jr., you can plant better. You can dominate. When the pandemic began, I had the biggest problem in the world. Not making money. The pandemic was actually quite a blessing for me as it almost made me a billionaire. I came really close. So the pandemic was a blessing. It was hiring people. And get this, everybody. 
I had 48 job positions open during the pandemic. $22 an hour with paid training. And I could not find a single person for two years to fit any of those 48 job positions. Hear me well. 48 job positions, $22 an hour, paid training, and I couldn't find someone, not one person, for those job positions. Now, is it because I hire slowly? True, but it's because I wasn't using ZipRecruiter, and that's a fact. I wasn't getting to the right people for the right position to fit my right culture. And there are so many different things that you can do this summer. As a matter of fact, you can free up as much time as you want to. But if you're not using ZipRecruiter, you're probably not going to free up that time if you're attempting to hire people. So what is ZipRecruiter? What is probably the greatest job finder that's out there? And that's why you need ZipRecruiter. You need it so you can find the right candidates. Now, it's not that ZipRecruiter helps you find jobs. It's more accurately that ZipRecruiter takes your culture, takes your job, takes what you're looking for, and immediately matches them with the perfect candidate. And if the, if it's, if they can't find a perfect candidate, they will skip over that person and then give you the perfect candidate for you. ZipRecruiter uses one of its most powerful tools, which is the technology itself, to match the right candidates up with your job. You can easily review uh, their recommendations and easily review their recommended candidates and invite these candidates to apply for your top positions. Additionally, ZipRecruiter has a complete suite of tools that makes it easy for you to filter out uh, review and rate candidates four out of five employees uh, have been used by four out of five employers on ZipRecruiter it is a blessing and no wonder ZipRecruiter is rated number one hiring site in the world based on G2 satisfaction ratings as of this year, January 1st. My friends, soak up everything I said. It's not an ad. This is a personal testimony of how I found the right people to sit in the right seat on the right bus. Without ZipRecruiter, it wouldn't have been possible. So how do you take advantage of what I'm talking about, well, you go to ZipRecruiter.com slash B2B, all spelled the regular way. That's Zip, Z-I-P, Recruiter, R-E-C-R-U-I-T-E-R, ZipRecruiter.com slash B2B, and I promise you, you will be grateful that you did so. Again, that's ZipRecruiter.com slash B2B. It's also in the show notes.